1: Amen. God bless you, family. God, your brother, DJ Sam Rock right here on the Blaze Baba Study. And welcome back. Welcome back to school for all the students and parents of students that are back. You have college students. You have high schoolers. You have middle schoolers. You have elementary school kids. And even pre-K, kindergarten children. If you're a believer and you believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Savior as your Lord and Savior... And you believe that Jesus is the only way to the Father and that Jesus himself is God, then welcome back to school. And you're going to get a welcome because of all the things that happened while school was closed, when you were on your break off school, now we're coming into a new season and we're rolling back into school and all those people that had all these issues, not really against you, but against the God that you say you believe in, the God that you say you serve, the God that you say you love, the God that you say you go to church and worship, they're going to have questions about you and that God. Now, as uh, unbelievers, we can't expect them to understand everything in the scriptures as the Bible says that only when you have the spirit of God in you, can you understand the spiritual things of God, right? So we can't judge them because they're outside. As the Bible says, judgments, judgment comes to the house of God first. And the outsiders, the people that are outside of God and outside of his, his kingdom right now, um, they cannot be judged by us. God will judge them. But our hope is. And your hope and my hope, just like Jesus hoped, that none should perish, but everyone have eternal life. So we're going to be talking about back-to-school apologetics. Apologetics is a word that sounds like you're going to apologize, but actually in its root meaning, it means to contend for the faith. We're contenders of the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ, our faith in God, right? We're not defending God because God doesn't need man to God doesn't need his creation to defend him. He's a creator, and we're not going to worship created things. We're going to worship the creator, right? And the word of God surely doesn't need for us to defend, but we could contend. The Bible says that we need to have a reason or an answer, a reason why we believe what we believe. When people come and ask you in school, hey, why do you still believe in God? When all throughout the year, there's been earthquakes, shootings, mass killings, storms. Hurricanes, people have died, and all these issues in other countries and with the United States, with Israel, everything going on. With all that going on, you still believe in God? And because you learned in the first part of this series that a quiet life is great, right? A quiet life, you're listening. And today we're going to be talking about listening, the benefits of listening. Why is listening so important? People are asking questions. Don't just come up with an answer right away unless it's that easy of a question now somebody says hey welcome back hey welcome back um explain god in two sentences and give me three examples (laughs) i mean you're not going to be able to answer that right away right you probably won't be able to answer that anytime but what i am saying is listening is powerful we know that being quiet to have a quiet life it intrigues, it brings interest to unbelievers, to our lives. It, they they want to know why we're so calm and why we're so peaceful, why we're so quiet, right? So let's pray, and then we're going to get into the second part of the series, the back to school series, my gift to every student that's in college, high school, middle school, elementary school, pre-K, parents of these students. Let's learn together. Let's learn how to light the light of God in our lives, right? It's already lit. To so go inside of the schools with our professors, our teachers, and all the people, even the teachers and the faculty that don't believe. Let them see the love of God displayed through a quiet life and by listening. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that this is a new school year. I thank you, Lord God, that you give me the opportunity to speak life into every single student, every single parent of a student, in the, in the name of Jesus. I ask that you will have your way, that you would shine your light brightly in this Bible study, that you would teach us, show us your <clears throat> your will, your light, your way, your peace, your grace, and your mercy. I pray that over every single listener and every single person that's even unbelieving, that doesn't believe in what we're saying here. But Father God, I ask that you would draw them unto you, just like you have met me where I was in and, and my down and out stage. You met me where I was. I ask that you would meet them where they are so you can take them to where you are. In the name of Jesus, I pray this by faith. Amen. Amen. So, why is listening important? Think about it. So, right now you're listening. Hopefully, you're shutting down your your Facebook account and Instagram and Snapchat and your Twitter account and any social. You're shutting that down and you're trying to listen to what's going on right now. So, that way, when you're in school, you could even listen to this during your lunch break or your time uh, away from the class. And you could, you know, it's a free download, so you could have it on your iPod, your Android device, your, you know, whatever. However you listen, you could have that on. And then when these questions come up, you could have somewhat of an answer. But right now, in the beginning stages of any apologetics, I always suggest that we be quiet and we listen. People have questions. Those are souls Every single person that has asked you a question is created in the image of God. So they have value to God, right? They are people. They are not um, haters of God per se. Some are haters of God. Some don't even know they're haters of God. But let's see it for what it really is. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. Proverbs 1, 8 and 9 says, Listen, my child, to what your father teaches you. Don't neglect your mother's teaching. Verse 9 what you learn from them will crown you with grace and clothe you with honor so many times i see some college students especially um they're in college now and these are the beginning weeks of college at least in my area and they are partying look at the, the, the pubs and clubs and bars are, are jam-packed i do late night ride share with lyft and uber and i see them and i you know i have the opportunity to take them home safe and sound And they are lit up, you know, with all kind of drugs and alcohol or whatever. And in that situation, I could see the people in my car. You could see who's the people that are really engaged in this or leading this. You could even see and hear the peer pressure, especially amongst the girls. Hey, you should hook up with so-and-so. Don't worry about it. And the person is thinking about it and like, man, I should or I shouldn't because their parents Before they set them out to be on their own, their parents have showed them the right and the wrong. They have tried their best to instill, instill, you know, the wisdom for them to make good choices. My son is 25. At the time of this recording, he's 25 years old. um, And I told him all his life, before I was even a Christian, I used to always say, try to make the good decision, the best decision. Because what decisions you make will map out your, your future. You make a good decision today, it maps out a good future. You make a bad decision today, it'll map out a bad future. Like, consequences never go away. Even if you're a Christian, and you follow Jesus Christ, and you're saved, God has forgiven you, He has given you His Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit God lives inside of you. Every single believer has that, by the way. There's still consequences for what we did. Right? Like, in my situation with... Uh, I wasn't married when my son's mom got pregnant, so therefore, I, we were in fornication. We were having sex out of the wedlock, and this child came, and of course, we're happy to have a son, and... But the consequences was this, since we're not married, there was no commitment, no commitment. That means child support and the system got involved and I became a part time dad. And there were some issues between me and my son because of some misunderstandings. And all that happened throughout the years because there's consequences. Even through, through the time I got saved when he was 12 or 13 years old. And from that point on, it wasn't all roses like he didn't really grasp my Christianity he didn't really gravitate towards church or anything like that because there was damage done in our lives between us and between me and his mom so the consequences don't go away but when you listen when you when you're a child and you listen to your heavenly father if you don't have a father here on earth if you're a Christian you have a heavenly father if you don't have a mother here on earth and you're a Christian your father can teach you like a mother. Your father in heaven can do that. Our earthly fathers cannot take the role of a mom, and a mom cannot take the role of a dad. But our heavenly father, he teaches us. Don't neglect your mother's teaching, the Bible says. What you learn from them, your mom and your dad, will crown you with grace and clothe you with honor. That's why when someone asks you a question or they're mocking your God or they're asking questions to try to throw you off or try to surprise you with some kind of question, your love and listening shows up. Let me explain that. When you listen to someone's question, you put all distractions aside and you have eye contact, you put your pencil down, you put your pen down, your phone down, and you say, what is your question? then they know that they have your full fully undivided attention you are present in that situation and when you're listening that helps us grow and mature and would also help them grow and mature so listening is very important stay in proverbs that's going to go to 513 proverbs 513 oh why didn't i listen to my teachers that's the question now in school there's reasons why you don't listen to certain teachers because some teachers are actually on a mission to discourage you as a Christian. They're waiting for you. you know, there's evolution classes, there's philosophy classes, there's science classes, and, you know, they're teaching these things. And then once you say you believe in creation, you believe in a creator God, you know, there are some teachers out there in the universities and the high schools all through the school systems that want to teach otherwise And they want to ridicule you, they want to make fun of you, and they want to mock you. You know, so some teachers, you know, I know why you don't listen to some teachers. Just pass your class, get the good grade, live a quiet life in front of them, and listen to their questions. Don't be intimidated by their accusations or their error. They might say some stuff off the charts about the Bible. They might have not even read the Bible, and if they have read the Bible because so many so called intelligent people have told me man i read the bible from cover to cover and i still don't understand it it's all ancient it does it's not relevant anymore to the third that's easy to understand because they read the book of god like a novel uninspired they didn't have the spirit of god in them to understand the spiritual things in the scriptures bible was clear on that so oh why didn't i listen to my teachers why didn't I pay attention to those who gave me instruction? now, listening helps us keep accountable when you're accountable to someone right you'll you will listen and when you listen, say somebody's telling you the truth. you don't want to hear the truth sometimes you're a student, you're in school, there's a lot of peer pressure, you got to get this, you got to get this done, that done uh, homework assignments. Um, you know, internship, whatever the case may be, whatever level of schooling you're, you are, you could be in a trade school, business school, wherever you are learning and you're a Christian, we need to be accountable. Be held accountable to trustworthy people. My hope is that your parents are born again Christians. And if they're not, you know, you can get spiritual parents. You know, spiritual parents are those that when you heard the word from them, a seed was sown and it fell on good soil. And now you're like, wow, every time these people speak into my life, I get something. And God adds on to it. There's confirmation. And they care for you like if you were their very own child. Those are spiritual parents. There's a lot more to it, but I'm just closing it down in that kind of a way because of the time that I have here. So when listening comes up, listening helps us keep accountable. Proverbs 5 and 13. Keep in Proverbs because Proverbs has a whole lot about listening because Proverbs is the book of wisdom, the wisdom, right? Listening is essential to good decision making. When a person comes up to you in school and they want to ask, hey, man, should I do this or that? They're they're actually opening the door for you to make a decision with them, not a decision for them because ultimately the person has to make their own decision. That goes with anything. Should I cheat on this test? Should I lie on this um, application? Should I hook up with so-and-so? And And Should I drink? Should I smoke? Ultimately, they have to make that decision on their own. But when you're listening to what they're asking, that's part of good decision-making. If you're living a quiet life in front of them and you're not being a hypocrite, because remember, they're looking for any little thing. When I say hypocrite, in the Bible, hypocrite means play acting. So you're saying you're a Christian, but you're just playing the part. And then when party time comes, you're just like everybody else. That's a bad witness. If you're doing that and it's the beginning of the year, you have a chance to stop, repent, turn back to God. Ask all your friends for, to forgive you for acting that way because you, you, know, you have to snap out of that. You're a Christian. Get up. Get out of the dark. Walk in the light. Sometimes it will be lonely because during those party times, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, in my area, they literally party Monday to the following Sunday. I'm telling you, I see it myself. I'm out there. I know. But traditionally, parties from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they recoup.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And Monday back to school. If you're not part of that crowd, I know it's going to get lonely. But when I got saved, it started getting lonely because all my friends thought I was completely nuts. From one day to the next, I stopped smoking and drinking. It was like, what's going on with this guy? You know? So it might happen to you that way, or it might uh, might not. You could be a spark of a revolution. You could be a spark of a revival in your school. You could start a prayer meeting that's going to just have hundreds and hundreds of students, thousands of students. You could start a nationwide revival in your school because you're living a quiet life and you're listening to people. So listening helps keep us accountable. Listening helps us grow and mature. And listening is essential to good decision making. Let's read Proverbs chapter 2 verses 1 to 9. My child, listen to me and treasure my instructions. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Very important in school, right? Verse uh, 3. Cry out for insight and understanding. Search for them as you would for lost money or hidden treasure. Then, then you will understand What it means to fear the Lord. And you will gain knowledge of God. That's ultimate knowledge, right? For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of good sense to the godly. He is their shield, protecting those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of justice and protects those who are faithful to him. Verse nine, then you will understand what is right, what is just, what is fair, and you will know how to find the right course of action every time. How many times? Every time. So you're going to be that go-to guy. You're going to be that go-to girl, right? When these people have to make these decisions, you're going to be that go-to person because they're not going to get or they shouldn't get an answer just like their friends that are doing the same thing. Hey, should I drink and go to that party and drink? And they're asking you because they want a sober answer. They want somebody that's attached to the all-knowing God, that's related to the all-knowing God. They're trying to cry out for insight. They need understanding. They're searching for understanding and wisdom like a hidden treasure as well, right? When they do that and you give them an answer with understanding, with love, right? And you don't judge them then you'll understand what it means to fear the Lord. And sometimes through that fear of the Lord that you have, they're going to want it because they're going to be like, it seems like you're in communication with this God that you're talking about. And you know what's funny or true about that? We are in communication. It's called prayer. So, of course, I'm going to talk about prayer during the series. But, of course, and that's a great way for, uh, for your apologetics, prayer. You know, nine out of ten people that in my, in my situation, in my case, in my life, being a Christian, I've never had too many people turn me down for a prayer. They could be Muslim. They could be Buddhist. They could be, you know, into Baha'i. They could be Jehovah Witness. Well, I take the Jehovah Witness back. They don't let me pray with them or for them. But so many Mormons, so many of people will allow me to pray for them and with them. Um. Nine out of ten. So I guess the the one would be like Jehovah Witnesses or or some kind of cult similar to that. Right? So listening is essential to good decision making. Stay in Proverbs. Go to Proverbs chapter 8 verses 1 to 12. Listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises a voice. She stands on the hilltop and at the crossroads. At the entrance to the city. At the city gate she cries aloud. I call to you. To all of you. I am raising my voice to all people. How naive you are. Let me give you common sense. Oh foolish ones. Let me give you understanding. Listen to me. For I have excellent things to tell you. Everything I say is right. For I speak the truth and hate every kind of deception. My advice is wholesome and good. There is nothing crooked or twisted in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding. Clear to those who want to learn. Very important in school, right? All of that about wisdom is all there. When you're going to school, you're going to learn. Hopefully, you'll learn something that will be relevant to when you get out of school. So many people I've seen in college, they come out of college with a degree. And for what they went for college for, they're doing something in a warehouse, working in a fast food restaurant, managing um, uh, something in another field. Why? In my opinion, I think it's because... The teaching was there, the degree is there, but it wasn't relevant to what's going to happen in real time, like when they got out of the school. The scriptures, on the other hand, is real time all the time, relevant every day. Listen as wisdom calls out. Verse number 10, choose my instruction rather than silver and knowledge over pure gold. Verse 11, for wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire can be compared with it. Nothing, you know what I mean. Verse 12 I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. So, listening keeps us from being closed minded. This apologetic here someone comes up to you, all you Christians are closed, so narrow and closed minded. Actually, wisdom of God it does opposite, it keeps us from being closed minded. Because, remember, it's Wisdom calls out. He, wisdom calls out to everyone. Right? Everything wisdom says is right. God's wisdom is always right. God's word speaks truth. God's word hates every kind of deceptions. God's word is plain to anyone with understanding. Right? I call to you, to all of you. It's all inclusive. The word of God, the wisdom of God. The love of God, the salvation of Jesus Christ, the redemption, uh, the sacrifice, uh, the forgiveness, the grace, the mercy is offered to anyone and everyone. It's out there. So we are opposite of what somebody would call narrow-minded. We are opposite of someone who would say that we're closed-minded. We are opposite of someone who would say that we're judgmental. We are opposite of someone who's saying that God is sending people to hell. Do you realize that God does not send people to hell? Hell was not even designed or created for human beings, but mankind being so nosy, we found our way in there. That's how that whole happened. Hell was created for the devil and his fallen angels. But that's another Bible study. But it's a good uh, apologetic. It's a good answer to those who say that or to ask the question, why did God make hell? So, because God is just, and he's holy, and he's loving, and if he's going to reward people for doing good, he has to do the same for people that are doing bad. They get their punishment, not a reward. Listening shows that we respect others. And this is going back to my first point of this Bible study. I said, look, look, quiet life, and you listen to people. When you're listening to someone, you're putting all distractions away, you're putting your phone down, you're putting your books down, whatever you have in your hand you maintaining eye contact if you can. I I personally have a hard time with eye contact. And the reason why is that I can see through the eye gate of souls. And God reveals things to me. And sometimes those things are shocking. And I have to speak those things to the person. So I kind of like cop out with the eye contact. But um, pray for me. I'm getting better. I'm trying more. And I'm leaving all the uh, details to God. Like whatever he wants me to speak when I look through the eye gate. So listening shows that we respect others. It honors the words of others. There is something affirming about feeling that you've been listened to. You know what I mean? Like in school, if you have a, a good teacher, a good professor, and they're actually asking questions and they are listening to you, regardless whether you're a Christian, Muslim, Hindu, whatever, and they know you're a Christian and they're allowing you to answer the question without, you know, any reserve or you know, there are people like that that will listen and that affirms you, affirms that they, they care about what you're saying and you've been listened to. And that's very important. That's very important. Exodus chapter 18, 24 says, Moses listened to his father-in-law's advice and followed his suggestions. So that means he honored his father-in-law. He listened to the words that were spoken to him and that affirms, that's affirmation and that's good. It's honoring, right? It's not. It's, it's a great apologetic to listen. It's the way you could contend for your face. Listen to people's questions. Do you know that the plain fact is that if a person dies, that you know, and you have the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you're actually close to this person, the person dies, maybe in a car accident or overdose or alcohol or some something happens. How would you feel knowing the truth? And this person was close to you, and you've never shared the truth about heaven and hell, the truth about Jesus Christ being Lord and Savior, and giving those people an opportunity to make a decision for themselves, one on one, behind closed doors, they could go straight to God. I know I would feel bad. And I think it happened twice to me and while when I used to work at this company, um, uh, they were close to me, but they were my contacts. And two of them had died on my route, and you know, two different companies, not in the same year, but throughout my twelve years, there are two people that I actually spoke to and had contact with. I never shared the gospel message, and that messes me. You know, that messes me up every now and then. I think about that. I'm like, man, I had the words of life and truth, love, grace, and mercy all upon me, and I never shared it with those people. Now, hopefully, God had it covered, and. They received Jesus Christ. They knew Jesus Christ. Maybe he's, you know, I'm overthinking this thing. But, you know, as far as I could see and as far as I knew about these people, it didn't seem like they were saved or born again, right? Proverbs twenty-one thirteen says, no, excuse me, Job 29, verses 21 to 23. Everyone listened to me and valued my advice. They were silent, see, quiet, as they waited for me to speak. And after I spoke... They had nothing to add, for my counsel satisfy them. That that's the greatest scenario. Like if that happens, when somebody asks you a question and they give you all that leeway to listen and everybody's satisfied, you won a soul basically. Because now the next time they ask a question, you could go even deeper with your answer. Verse 23 They longed for me to speak as they longed for rain. They waited eagerly for my words, were as refreshing as the spring rain. That's good. That's all good news for somebody that's in school who's down and out and they come to you because and don't let me just tell you this. Don't put all this pressure on you. I'm just saying what God is placing you is available. Sometimes we won't know what to say, but God says he will give us what to say to a so-called hard question or a situation situation. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Sometimes you just need to cry with someone. Sometimes you just need to laugh with someone. Sometimes you just need to be there physically for someone. Sometimes you just need to show, show up in a room for, for one of your classmates. Sometimes you just need to um, speak to another person uh, well of, about you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so-and-so is a great person, man. You should get to know her. You should get to know her, like on a, on a personal level you know what i mean Uh, something that will lift somebody else's spirit up not tear them down now we go to proverbs 21 13. those who shut their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored in their own time of need our apologetics of um listening right is our ears are open once we get cocky or we get prideful I say, you know what? I'm tired of listening to these people. I'm not even going to respond. Then that means that we're ignoring people. We're ignoring souls. And then when we need help, um, be prepared. We might not get the help that they're asking for. You know, I have situations where people are doing the same things over and over again, calling themselves Christians, but they're doing the same things that are ungodly over and over again. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm done. But when they reach out, when they call, when they text... I'm like, oh, I got to do this because, you know, seed sown, there's going to be a time of growth um, if they're in uh, the right soil. And if they're in the soil of God, they are going to grow eventually. So my hope is that. So listening is more than hearing. You understand that, right? I know we're living in a culture of social media and, um, you know, social media has us hearing with our eyes and looking with our ears. <laughs> it has us all screwed up. But listening is more than hearing. It's a connecting with others. It helps us know where they are coming from. We need to know where our friends, our family, our parents, our teachers, our community, our pastors, everyone, we need to know where they're coming from. And part of that knowing where they're coming from is listening. Listening is more than just hearing. You ever been to a class in school? And you you thought you learned something. But if somebody asks you, hey, what did you just learn? You're like, I don't know. But it was good because you were just hearing. You weren't listening. I'm out of time right now. But be prepared for the next um, time we connect. We're going to get into this back to school apologetics. Lord willing, if he allows me to get another Bible study in, I can't wait for the next time. God bless you. God keep you. And remember, God is good. Peace.